Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. America, I want to give you a piece of information that I received from one of my researchers last Thursday, and I haven't had a chance to talk about it because of the Israeli uh, war that is going on now. But last Thursday, towards the end of that show, I received this from one of my researchers. Glenn, the U.S. just added another $33 billion of debt in one day. And it was yesterday, bringing the two-day total to $308 billion. The U.S. has added another $500 billion in debt. That is an average of $1.4 billion per hour for the last 15 straight days. If U.S. debt borrowed just from the last two weeks was split up by every single taxpayer in America, it would amount to $3,000 per person. Debt to GDP is back above 120%. We may see $34 trillion in total U.S. debt within a month. Now imagine if war or recession hits. That was Thursday. Where are we today? What's coming our way? What do you do to survive? In 60 seconds, Carol Roth joins us. When it comes to uh, leaving your kids things, I've told my son over and over again, you get my most heartfelt thanks. That's what you, uh, you get. No, seriously, heartfelt, deep, deep thanks. Um, I am also going to leave them, I hope, a lot of memories. It's a commitment over the years that we have all made, but then we drop it at the end. Cameras, camcorders, film development, all those hours spending 
capturing all of those special moments. Moments that can and do fade. Everything that came before the cell phone is not meant to last. This is why we have Legacy Box. It is the simple and safe solution to digitizing your family's precious memories. And right now, if you go to LegacyBox.com slash back, you're going to save a whopping 40% off when you get started with them. I've done all of my family's memories. I can tell you it's an incredibly easy process. You just put all of your old VHS tapes and camcorders and even your pictures into a legacy box. You send it in and their team will professionally digitize everything by hand right here in the U.S. It's really easy. You owe it to your family to safeguard your memories. Don't let your photos continue to fade. Legacybox.com slash Beck. Exclusive offer for 40% off at Legacybox.com slash Beck. Carol Roth, how are you? Um, well, I am angry. I am disturbed. I am devastated. I feel like somebody has punched me in the gut and in the heart. And I'm having a, a very hard time wrapping my head around what I thought was supposed to be humanity. So that's how I am, Glenn. It hmm. is almost word for word what my daughter said to me last night. She said, I, there are no good people, Dad. And I said, yes, there are. You just don't see them all the time. Um, but it is, I, I, I just don't, can I ask you, I know you're, you're more of an economic person, but what do you think is coming, Carol? I mean, it, it's very difficult um, to sort of wrap your head around what is coming. I mean, this is obviously a conflict that has gone on for so long, and there are um, actors that are behind the scenes, uh, big countries like Iran, that feel emboldened because we have weak leadership in the U.S. that decided that they were going to ease up on sanctions and, you know, send them back $6 billion on 9-11 and whatnot, and they feel emboldened that they can cause chaos and terror uh, not just in Israel, but around the world. I- I'm very concerned that because we have seen people cheering on terrorism, cheering on the beheading of babies, the raping of children, the, the killing of the elderly, that anybody is who is inclined to think that way that has maybe been hiding in the shadows is going, oh, we're going to be celebrated now if we do these kinds of things. And so the spillover effect, um, I don't think that this is just, you know, limited to what's happening in the Middle East. I'm very, very worried and nervous about what that means around the world, not just for the Jewish people, but for everybody. You were seeing the same kind of thing happening in Azerbaijan, yeah, uh, where they're liquidating people and by the way we've not revealed this before and i'm not going to get into any details but just so you know uh the nazarene fund is there to help get people out of that area and uh there were lots of calls and i think we're meeting today on uh what we can do and help in uh israel for some people that are trapped and uh need to get out um so Let's talk about the condition of America as we look at a possible global war. I mean, right. 
that's what Iran wants. I mean, this is the moment I've talked about for years at some point in not necessarily coordinated, but I do believe this is probably coordinated. Um, our enemies will all see us weak and go now, now, now. Uh, and what's happening to us is what we did to the former Soviet Union. Yeah, I mean, it's true. And this has been something that we've been talking about is that, you know, not just having the weakness um, from a, you know, a quote unquote leadership standpoint, but the weakness in our financial position, the weakness in our balance sheet. Um, you know, I, I think there is a desire to see if we can get drawn into more conflicts and to frankly bankrupt us. And we cannot uh, afford to do that. I mean, it, we, we have basically an emerging market in crisis balance sheet. We have a balance sheet where debt to GDP, as you were saying at the top of the segment, is uh, back up again above 120%. The only reason we haven't had a currency crisis is because we have the world reserve currency. But as you see the alignment of these different nations that are all hoping that we go in the other direction, uh, I don't think it's coincidental. You know, one thing that I have not heard in the media that I've been very keyed into, is, as we have you know, talked about in the past, is we had that BRICS meeting, that, uh, you know, that group of emerging nations that was Brazil, uh, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, and that was in August, we were expecting them to come out potentially with a new currency. But what they did instead is they expanded their membership. And if you remember that three of the key names that they added were Saudi Arabia, Iran, and the UAE. And bringing them into that fold with the, the group of people who are trying to get rid of the dollar as the, U, the reserve currency, trying to see the U.S. weakened on all fronts, um, you know, militarily and economically, this is not a coincidence in timing. August is the same time that it's been reported that there was a planning between Iran and these militant terrorist groups. So the fact that that's when this invitation was extended and now they're part of this alliance, I don't think enough people are paying attention to that fact. Can I, can I bring up something that I, I don't know if I understand? And we're going to get wonky here for a second, but believe me, this, this is really important to understand. Sure. Um, there is... I read an article last week, you know, the idea of raising interest rates is to pull back the money that has been printed and the money that they pull back is called the M2 money supply. That's the money that you have in your pocket. That's the money that you have in your savings account, uh, the money that you have in your banking account that you write checks with. It's the the closest thing to cash that you can get. It's not just in your house. It's, it's also somewhat in your banks. Um, and that number is, was way, way uh, inflated. And that's when everybody was saying, oh, American people have more money than they've ever had before. <laughs> we look at that number now, and that number has crashed. And that should bring inflation down. But we're seeing something, we're seeing inflation not going down. We're seeing it still going up, even though the money supply has crashed. This hasn't happened since the Great Depression. 
What does yeah. this mean? So I, I've been arguing with my um, monetarist friends about this. Um, you know, they always say that, uh, and this came up from Milton Friedman. Again, we're getting super wonky here that inflation is purely uh, a function of the, the money supply. And there were a number of different things, though, that happened all at the same time. So, yes, we did have 15 years of this incredible inflation of the money supply. You know, first that went to Wall Street that inflated asset prices. Then it came to individuals in the form of of direct stimulus. And that's really when we saw inflation, you know, go crazy. Um, But there are other things that have been in play here, too, right? There's been supply-demand imbalances that have been caused, uh, starting with the COVID shutdowns and then kind of continuing on the back of a lot of bad policy. But, you know, we have issues around energy, right, the energy policy of the Biden administration. Uh, We have issues around labor, not enough labor uh, in the labor market. We have a housing imbalance. You know, we had supply chain issues. So all of those issues also factor in to the, you know, the inflationary scenario that we are seeing. And yes, you know, we have seen the Fed pull back some of the money and, and have, um, you know, had that kind of come off of the, 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 their balance sheet in some regard, but there's still a lot of money out there. And also just because somebody doesn't have it in, you know, it's considered M2, that sort of cash available equivalent, doesn't mean that they haven't, you know, kind of put that somewhere else. So, you know, all of these factors, I know monetarists are going, no, no, it's just money and the velocity of money. But I think we have to look at the unusual picture that we're in. And that's part of what is is accounting for this ongoing inflation. So we I just saw that the Federal Reserve today in Dallas is saying that we don't have to refill the strategic oil reserve. (laughs) <laughs> no, I mean, what? we're on the brink of World War III. Why would we want to have a strategic oil reserve, especially when the middle of the conflict is the Middle East? That makes absolutely no sense, Glenn. I mean, the things that come out of these people's mouths. Again, these are the same people who told us that there would be no inflation and that inflation would be transitory and, and whatnot. Um, but that's the whole point. That's why having a stunt like releasing uh, oil from the strategic reserve was so dangerous because it puts us in this depleted position and we are in a historically depleted position that we haven't seen in quite some time on the brink of potentially a conflict that could spill over from the Middle East. We need that for those types of emergency situations, not for a political stunt, not to save Biden from his disastrous policies. And people should be up in arms about this. And unfortunately, there are so many things to be up in arms about, and people are struggling just to get by with the daily cost of living that that they just don't know what to do. I think everybody is exhausted and beaten down by everything that's happened. All right. Back in just a second with Carol Roth. She is the author of You'll Own Nothing. Uh, coming up in just a second. First, let me spend 60 seconds to tell you about our sponsor. It's Preborn. Despite a clientele that is slowly beginning to taper off, Planned Parenthood is still doing very well financially. Abortions are still going swimmingly. 
they are making billions of dollars. They're very profitable, and uh, they send their thanks to you for the tax dollars that have helped them create that profit. But they're also now doing transgender things uh, and provider of hormones for those. So they got a new market, too, they're going in. Preborn is in the business of stealing their customers and shutting them down by offering free ultrasounds and continued care for two years for mothers in need. They're directly competing with Planned Parenthood. Why? Because there is a better way. If you donate $28 to Preborn, you're going to offer a free ultrasound to an expectant mother caught in crisis. Once she hears the heartbeat and she sees that precious life, her baby's chance doubles doubles that that baby will be able to experience life your tax deductible gift of any amount will go directly to that cause so please if you can be generous i know every dollar counts if you have the means would you consider maybe even a leadership gift to save babies in a big way they're asking you for 28 dollars for an ultrasound but if you have the money your tax deductible donation of five grand would sponsor preborn's entire network for 24 hours they save about 200 babies every day to donate, dial pound 250. Say the keyword baby. That's pound 250. Keyword baby. Or go to preborn.com slash back. That's preborn.com slash back. Sponsored by Preborn. 10 seconds. Station ID. So you told me a while back uh, how much it cost if we just add one point of interest to the money that we have borrowed. Yeah. I, I don't know how many points we have added to that, um, but we may be adding more. Have we reissued any of that debt or is any of that coming up to be reissued now? It is. Um, you were talking earlier about you know why it is that we're adding so much debt. And there are a number of things that have gone on um, since we had that debt ceiling fight and they, you know, removed the debt ceiling temporarily or whatever you want to call it. But there were a few things I think people need to understand. One is that there is a sort of think of it as a checking account for the government, their operating account. It's called the TGA, the Treasury General Fund. Um, and that was something that because they were trying to move things around and they couldn't write checks because they had reached the debt ceiling, needed to be refilled. So at that point, for the, the stub period of the year, Deutsche Bank estimated that about $1.3 trillion in additional debt needed to be issued just to fill that back up. And then obviously we have a massive deficit that needs to be funded on an ongoing basis. And then, as you said, in terms of what needs to be refinanced, about $7.6 trillion, just under a third of our outstanding debt, needs to be refinanced uh, within the next 12 months. And that's debt that I think, you know, has rates probably with a one handle on them. Um, so, yeah, that's hundreds of basis points difference, which is as several percentage points. Every 100 basis points is 1%. So we're talking, you know, several percentage points that they're going to need to be refinancing it. These geniuses uh, at Treasury, for some reason, didn't take advantage of these low, low rates and lock them in for, you know, 30 years or whatnot. So now we have, uh, you know, a third of the debt that's going to need to be financed at these much higher rates, adding hundreds of billions of dollars um, of additional interest expense. 
And here's what, what happens. Let me teach you a, a, a new phrase that a lot of you guys probably haven't heard who are listening. It's something called fiscal dominance. And fiscal dominance is sort of what it sounds like. It's when the fiscal policy comes to dominate the monetary policy, which in sort of any time is somewhat neutral. But in our particular case, we have the monetary policy is trying to kill inflation. Well, what's happening with fiscal policy is because they're running these huge deficits that need to be financed, they have to finance that, put in more debt, and that is driving interest rates up. And that means that every piece of new debt or any refinancing we do is at higher interest rates. And then that goes back and increases the deficit. And then what do they have to do? They have to issue more debt, and then it, it increases interest rates. So you get this, this spiral, this loop. And that could in and of itself be part of an issue that sustains inflation long term. And so that's what many economists are worried about right now is this fiscal dominance, this possible debt spiral. Because the other thing that's very unusual, Glenn, is that the level of deficits that we have, it's historically like unheard of that you would have these types of deficits in a point in time when the economy is still, quote unquote, expanding. We're not growing at a huge rate, but we're not in a recession. Usually this would be uh, the type of deficit that you would run when things were really, really bad and, and the economy was contracting. So the fact that they're continuing to spend at these levels and then we have to finance that when they're still taking in massive tax receipts and when you still have expansion, again, historically unheard of and not historical in a good way. Uh, can, I, can I ask you to come back tomorrow, um, Carol, because I want to ask you, what happens to our debt if we would go to war? I, I can't imagine what happens to our debt. What, ha- what does that mean to the dollar? What does that mean to everybody's life? And then what should people do to prepare for that? Um, we'll, we'll talk to you tomorrow if you can make it. Can you, can you, do you know I, your schedule? I will, I will accept your invitation. Okay. Glenn. All right. We'll All see right. you tomorrow. Thanks so much, Carol. Same time tomorrow. The Glenn Beck Program. Okay, I, I want to talk to you about Goldline. Um, you know, Carol's very upset uh, about what's going on. I am too, as well. We are entering uh, a place where there's just, I just don't see any exits on the horizon. Uh, and we have to be very careful on everything that we do and everything that we say. May I suggest you call Goldline and find out if it's right for you? It is not right for everybody. Please, when I tell you to do something, please don't just take my word for it. I, if I ask you to do something, I know it's right for my family. It may not be right for yours. So please, you have to decide what's right for you. But there are storm warnings and storm clouds on the horizon, and they are just off our shore. A beacon of stability has always been precious metals, gold or silver. And right now at Goldline, you can purchase a one ounce gold legal tender bar card and receive two 308 caliber two ounce silver bullets for free. They're pretty amazing. As we navigate these turbulent times, tangible assets are the lifeboat that you just might need. 800, I'm sorry, 866-GOLDLINE. Call them now, 866-GOLDLINE. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save.
want you to hear this from uh, an Israeli describing what he saw on Facebook. Cut two, please. We got my aunt. Hold my mom. Frantically. Open Facebook. Open Facebook. Mom couldn't open it at all. She was trembling. I opened it. From my phone and I saw, like, the worst. You could possibly imagine my grandma on the floor of her house being murdered in a video. The entire floor covered in blood. My grandmother lying, just lying there. The terrorist took her private phone, filmed her, and uploaded it to her private Facebook wall. That's how we found out. That's how we learned out. I learned about. We screamed at the top of our lungs. Everyone here just lost it. We screamed and screamed. It's the most horrible thing I could ever imagine. Could imagine running this through my head. It just doesn't leave us anything now. Good God Almighty. Okay, so I, I want you to hear that. I want you to hear that. These people, anyone who is telling you that Israel should back off, should, should we have backed off ISIS? Should we have backed off ISIS? Kidnapping people, raping them, keeping them as, as rapable women over and over and over again. Executing people, cutting their heads off, putting them in cages, putting them in the pool, setting them on fire in cages, keeping children now in cages. I thought AOC had problems with the cages at the border. Have you seen this? These, these are not people that want a homeland. These are people that want to kill all Jews. They say it. Not me. I don't have to put words in their mouth. They say it. It's time, America, to wake back up and see things for how they really are. Do you see that the LGBT community is now telling les- lesbians that they have to embrace the female penis? Excuse me? That men are women too? Lesbians now have to embrace that. Uh, okay. It is time to wake up from the insanity and see how things really truly are. I'm sorry. Life is tough. Life is tough. But you can't live in a dreamland. You have to recognize life for what it is. And you may not like that. And you may not want to look at it that way. But you must 
if you're going to survive. Imagine imagine if I said we should deprogram all of these people or we have to round them up. Because what is it? 98%, 97%. Let's just be safe, uber safe. 90% of everybody who is Palestinian that lives in Gaza, they say that it is okay to behead people, to pull off these terrorist attacks, to do the things that they've just done, put on Facebook. Why would you do that? To create terror and hatred. That that's okay against the Jews. 90%. How do you coexist with that? Well, if you're Israel, you certainly don't. How do you coexist with those people? If I said round them up and then the ones we can save, we can deprogram. Can you imagine what the world would say? Except the biggest problem here in America, least according to Hillary Clinton, is the Trump voter. We should round them up. The DOJ is already making a list. And we need to deprogram them. Imagine seeing what we saw yesterday, which or this weekend, which is destabilizing the entire world. What you're seeing here is a vacuum of power. What you're looking at when you're looking at the news is the future. As America grows weaker, all of these things that have been simmering, but because of our power, we've been able to say, sit down, knock it off. All of that is going to come to the surface. What you're seeing is a world in chaos, which is exactly what people on the left all over the world want. Chaos to be able to heat the world up and to shape it closer to their heart's desire. Anybody who says two state solution. You should respond, yes, and lesbians should um, should embrace their female penis. <laughs> because nothing makes sense anymore. Can you imagine being a former Pentagon spokesperson? And while this is going on, war in Ukraine, the threat of nuclear war, one of Russia's allies, Iran, gives the go-ahead to Hamas, and they slaughter people online... Can you imagine somebody coming out and saying this? Cut eight. Sorry, cut seven. Cut seven. Given all the nuclear players in these two areas where we are now engaged, John, does the president stand by that comment? Absolutely, he does. Climate change is an existential threat. It could, you know, it actually threatens and is capable of wiping out all human life on Earth uh, over time. I mean, that's I don't know how more existential you can get to that. But that doesn't mean that we walk away from our obligations, our national security interests in very dangerous parts of the but world. John, you mentioned he, he said it was more frightening than a nuclear war. Is that <laughs> it's more frightening than a nuclear war in this moment? The president believes 
wholeheartedly that climate change is an existential threat to the all of human life on the planet. Not That's answering. just science. That's a fact, Martha. But it doesn't no, mean that not. we turn our back on the other challenges facing this country and our allies and partners around the world. Yeah, what a terrible job that must be to try to have to just go on on TV every day and just lie. Know you're lying. But and they still are have to power implementing those policies oh, that follow that that nuclear war is less of a threat than climate change. I don't know if the president knows this, but the bombs are a little warmer than, you know, 0.5 or 0.1 Celsius. They're a little warmer. Are they? Yeah. That's that science, too? Yeah, that's mm. science. They would destroy the ecosystem all over the world. But here's, here's why they say this. Because they are anti-human they are. They are anti-human. They would rather reduce the population through nuclear war, if that was the case, because there would be less humans on the planet, and that would long-term be better for the environment. Now, I know that's horrible to say, but that's the only explanation I can come up with, because they are trying to reduce the population. They think that's the way to go. This is a death cult. It's honestly why the president is looking at this in Israel. And I don't know. Sleeping? What is he doing? What is he doing? Well, he had a barbecue. Yeah, he, he had, had a, nice a barbecue, barbecue. And then they didn't tell him for 12 hours that it happened. Um, and then he called a lid at 1146 a.m. yesterday. So in case you were wondering, that's a three-pronged attack uh, on this problem from our president. Here's the UN yesterday. Cut six. On behalf of the OIC member states, we express our deep concerns over the loss of innocent lives in the occupied Palestinian territory and elsewhere. And elsewhere. Regrettably, this whole huge loss of lives and unabated violence is a sad reminder of more than seven decades of illegal foreign occupation, mm. aggression, and disrespect for the international law, including UNSC mm -hmm. resolutions. Mm -hmm. The 16 years of illegal blockade of Gaza continues to raise question over the applicability of international law and fundamental freedoms to the innocent civilian population. Efforts to normalize and perpetuate illegal foreign occupation is breeding violence. We call on all parties to exercise restraint and honor the human rights obligations. In this context, the so-called declaration of war and attacks on civilian population and their properties is deeply distressing. We remain concerned about the human cost of the escalating situation. Yeah. How, how many millions did, did Pakistan kill when... Well, uh, let me look that up before I get into that. Because nobody seems to have a problem with Pakistan ever. Nobody seems to have a problem with anybody just offing all kinds of people. Nobody seems to have a problem with Egypt saying, we don't want the Palestinians. Jordan, they, they, they won't. These people have lived in Jordan going on the second generation. And they're not Jordanians. They're still Palestinians. Why? Nobody wants these people. And why is that? We open our doors to people. <laughs> Hell, we blow the side of the house off so people can come in. Give us your tired, your poor, your huddle. Not over in the Middle East. 
They're not welcoming them in. They're fencing them off. You think you think really Israel's the only one that has a gate and a fence around these people? All of the Middle East fences them in. See, really, honestly, very few people actually care. Very few people actually care. I do. I think you do. I care about them. And I care about the Israelis. When it comes to the Palestinians, I deeply care about what has happened to them. However, their history doesn't allow me to give as much sympathy as the other side. Because they have, they have listened to evil and have embraced it in many cases. Certainly the leadership, they're not, they don't care about those people. The, the leadership of the Palestinian Liberation Organization, the, the PLO, Hamas, Hezbollah. Do you think they actually care about those people? They are nothing but fodder. They are human sacrifices and human shields. You know, there's no excuse this time around. Before Hitler did all that he did, he wrote about it in Mein Kampf. It was out there. People dismissed it. Ah, he's just saying that. How are you dismissing this? You're seeing what they're doing just because they're Jews. Don't buy into the bullcrap that this is because of occupation. It's not. This is coming from the Islamic fury that will destroy and kill every single Jew on the planet if they had their way. It's time for our friends to wake up, wake up. And it's time for you to say to your friends, you know what? I, I can't talk about, you know, frivolous stuff anymore. I'm sorry. I know you want to. And life continues. But if you don't wake up to what's going on in the world right now, if you don't see evil and are willing to stand against it, I, I can't be your friend right now. I mean, I'll always be your friend, but I got to go talk to other people because there's too much to do. Too much to care about, and our children must be prepared. There was a time, and you know the time I was talking about, when there was nothing. It was nothing to you to pack a day full of all kinds of stuff. Want to go hiking? No. Well, I'm going hiking. Well, you go hiking. Now, you want to go hiking? No. Why won't you go hiking? You'll feel better. No, I won't. I'll feel worse. There were things that you could do. That now you can't because you have pain. Maybe it came slowly, a tennis game or a pleasant afternoon's walk at a time. Or maybe it settled in overnight and never left you. Either way, you have two choices. You can fight it. Or you can just give up to it. Pain is a big part of your world. If it is, I understand it. And there is help. It doesn't work for everybody. They're at least really straight up about this. 70% of the people who try this go on to order more. That means there's 30% that it just doesn't work for. Maybe you're part of the 70. Maybe you're part of the 30. I don't know, but give it a shot. 1995, a trial pack. You will know for sure in three weeks. Does it work for me or not? 
Worked for me, relieffactor.com. Call 800, the number four relief. Get the 1995 three-week quick start. 800, the number four relief. Relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Israel has the ability to do what they need to do if the world will leave them alone long enough. They have a right to be secure and not have, you know, the equivalent here in America would be 30,000 civilians beheaded, raped, and killed on camera. That's what this is equivalent to here in America. Imagine that, a town of 30,000 people come across the border and they just rape and pillage and kill, behead an entire town. That's what this is. Wanton evil and destruction. Israel needs the space to do what they need to do for their own protection. Meanwhile, we should pray. The Glenn Beck Program.